You're listening to Inspiration Noble County, a podcast dedicated to restoring and building up our community. At the end of today's podcast, we will provide valuable contact and resource information. For now, grab a cup of coffee, tea, or your favorite beverage and join our host, Banner Kid, for today's episode of Inspiration Noble County. Welcome to Sam McManaman. I've known you about 10 months now, haven't I? Going on 10 months, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sam is a graduate of the recovery program of Inspiration. And you're the first one of the graduates that I've had on. So you have that little bit of place of honor. And I'm glad you're here. And welcome to you, Sam. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing a little nervous. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, I'm doing great. I had a great day at work. Good. I've been excited. Uh, Yeah, it's been a great day. Yeah, God's been doing some great things, hasn't he? Amen, man. He's been... Yeah. So I'm sure we've got some people that are listening out there, maybe some that are currently a part of our program. Uh, Maybe we have some people that um, are coming to the conclusion that they need help. First of all, before we get into that, I'd like to hear maybe just a little bit about you. You know, you don't have to get into too in-depth, but tell us a little bit about where you were. And what was it that caused you to finally come to that place where you realized that you needed some help, you couldn't do this on your own, and how that brought you to inspiration? Well, it's a funny story, actually. Me and my uh, ex-girlfriend, we would go to church for the kids, you know, because the kids love to go to church. And uh, I remember one day they were doing a baptism out at the little creek or whatever, and I'm watching Stephanie, who actually went through the woman's program here. She was getting ready to go through the program. And I, I'm running down there. I took my shirt off, kicking my shoes off. I run down there, and I'm like, baptize me. And I'm still living in my sin at this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember it was like two weeks after that, I started feeling convicted and really laying on my heart. And that's when I, was, I started digging into YouTube videos, and I started reading the Bible and mm-hmm. just getting into it. But I was still living in my sin and just knowing I needed change though, mm-hmm. knowing something was tugging on my heartstrings and I, I couldn't put my finger on it, you know, cause I never growing up, my family, we had nothing to do with religion, with, mm-hmm. with God, with Jesus, nothing. And then, uh, I realized I needed help and I couldn't do it on my own because, uh, I put down the hard stuff, but I picked up drinking mm-hmm. and I just watched everything in front of me just crumble so quick and i was like man i i don't know how to stop and it's not a problem with the drugs the alcohol it was a problem with me me loving me mm-hmm. that was the problem mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't figure out why i didn't care for me you know because i don't know at the time i just seen nothing good about me mm-hmm. so i talked to my pastor and he was like hey we can get you into a program but you're gonna have to detox first. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm I'm in it to win it. And uh, I remember I called two or three numbers, and somebody called me back from Inspiration. It was like, look, your application's been accepted. Are you ready for this? I was like, yeah. They're like, okay, it's a nine month program. I'm like, bring it on. It ain't gonna stop me. I remember getting into the program, and I was just so out of place. I felt for the like the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, I I was lukewarm. You know, mm-hmm. I was just dipping my toe in and I was like, man, you, these guys are crazy. You know, watching all the graduates and watching all the house managers and everybody, all the pastors. I was like, these guys are crazy. What are they talking about? You know, like, that'll never be me. I'm never going to change like that. You know, I'm never going to get there. And then uh, one day I'm out there walking on the sidewalk and I'm just 
talking to God and I'm finally having that heart to heart. You know, I hit it with the dear Lord, Father, Abba, you know, that good prayer, that Mm -hmm. deep seated prayer, you know, tears in your eyes prayer. And I was like, man, just if this is what I'm supposed to be doing, man, give me something, show me something. And just then there was three shooting stars right above the recovery house. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking the stars that like leave sparks in the sky, huge shooting stars. I just dropped my knees right there. I'm like, oh, that's the sign. That's mm-hmm. that's what I needed right there. I know this is real. That was my sign. And it turns out later, like what, like two days down the road, I was talking to somebody about it. They're like, yeah, there was a meteor shower that day. I'm like, not for me, it wasn't. <laughs> for me, that was something different. That was yeah. bigger than a meteor shower. You know. I know exactly what mm-hmm. hit my heart. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, I decided to just get real into it. Mm-hmm. In the recovery house, I, I watched... The group in front of me leave. There was only like two graduates in front of me, but I watched what, like 30 people leave and I could see it in their hearts. I could feel their aura that they weren't ready to leave mm-hmm. because they haven't gotten what I'd just gotten. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I just gotten like this giant revelation like, hey, this is it. This is the truth. Amen. You know, this is the truth. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my brother and he's trying to tell me all this conspiracy stuff. And I'm like, bro, you don't even know the truth yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to show you, but I don't want to scare you because like, I want to tell him everything. You know, he probably thinks I'm crazy. Just <laughs> like I thought those guys were crazy. I remember being like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think that's why I have a difficult time evangelizing is because I don't know where their walk is with Jesus. Like, I can tell them, you know, hey, God bless, little innuendos or something about, you know, the Lord or, you know, tell them how church went on Sunday. But for me, I know that I'm different Mm -hmm. and I've never felt this way. And it feels amazing to have somebody that will listen. And I had a brother at the house tell me, he's like, hey, you're doing all this praying, but are you listening? I was like, what? Like, I haven't heard anything audibly. I haven't heard anything. He's like, no, 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 you're not listening. And he, and he pointed at my Bible and he's like, you got to listen. I started digging in and I got like most of the New Testament, every page, they, they got a highlighter on it. Mm-hmm. Every page of the mm-hmm. New Testament got a highlighter on it. Like, <laughs> I think my favorite verse would have to be Romans 12 too. Do not be conformed to the behaviors and customs of this yeah. world, but let yeah. God transform you by changing the way you think. Yeah. So you may be good, pleasing, and perfect. That's awesome. Oh, man, that's my favorite verse. Yeah. That and, uh, Chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians is the love chapter. Yeah, boy. And it's, a, it talks amazing. about just how you're supposed to love. Mm-hmm. And that hit me real deep because mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what real love felt like. Like me and my mom, we had a falling out when I was like nine. At 12, I moved in with my biological dad, and uh, he was a heavy-handed alcoholic, so I never wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. So uh, I got caught up with a girl, and uh, I thought I knew what love was, but that was, I still love her, but it can never be the same. So Mm -hmm. got two beautiful children from her. I thank God for them every day. They've kept me strong. They've got me here. Mm Mm-hmm. And now Jesus has been walking with me, and I know he's been walking with me before yeah. I even came to Jesus. I know. He picked me, and he was like, we're going to walk together. You don't know it yet, but we're going to walk together. Uh, <laughs> like, brother. We're going to share some stories together. And uh, yeah. Man, it's just amazing. I'm listening to you, and I, I heard you say that you didn't know how to evangelize. Yeah. Maybe what you don't realize is that's what you've been doing here for the last eight minutes. Really? Really. 
I think of evangelizing like going door to door, like Jehovah's Witness kind of evangelizing. But it, uh, evangelism it, is just this, Sam. It's uh, sitting down with someone and telling them what Jesus has done for you. The testimony. Yeah, testimony. testimony time. It, it's always that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, we talked a little bit before we started this podcast, and I said, you know, tell a little bit about your past life, but you don't need to go into all those details. People don't need to know everything. You know what I'm saying? But they do need to know what Jesus has done for you. Oh, of course. And so when you get up, you know, like you've done it at CR, when you graduated, you gave your testimony, and uh, and it's always going to be about what Jesus has done. You may go back and say, there was a time when I was struggling uh, with alcohol, and before that, the harder stuff, but you laid that down and still struggled with the alcohol. You were still living in your sin. You didn't have to go into details, but then you talked about what Jesus has done for you yeah. and changed your life. And sometimes I wish we were doing video because I can see your eyes. Everybody talks about Sam's smile. That's because you got something to smile about, don't you? Oh, amen. Yeah. Amen. I mean, I think about all that, and there's something different that happens with people like you. I mean, I can mark it down. I can see it. And some, it happens differently, but it's that place, it's that time, I believe, when um, you make a decision and there's no turning back. You made that decision, didn't you? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's not not work-wise, mm-hmm. but this connection I have mm-hmm. with our Lord and Savior, this right here, it's going to last forever. Yeah, amen. I know it is. I'm going to get up there one day. Me and G's going to shake hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's going to say, job well done, Sam. That's, I already he, know that's it. right. He said, job well done. That's right. <laughs> because he's doing that in your heart. Oh, yeah. And causing you to do things in your life. So when I think about all of that, and we talked a little bit, I know a little bit about things you've done in your past. And you know, one of the cool things is, even though you were, like you said, you were in your sin, you were struggling with drugs and then with alcohol, and but there was something going on inside of you that had been going on for a long time, hadn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's that... Uh... I couldn't forgive myself for the things that were out of my control. Mm-hmm. I didn't forgive myself. It's like when I was a child, man, there was something I missed. There was some stepping stone that I missed, and I just couldn't get past it. Mm-hmm. You know, Growing up, I didn't get to meet my dad until I was 12. Mm. So there was that missing link right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I never had someone to add a boy, no one to take me fishing. Mm-hmm. I had a brother. But that's not the same. It's not. You know, there's a big difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when I finally gave up control, when I finally let Jesus take the wheel, it was difficult at first. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. After I seen the miraculous sign for me Mm -hmm. and just me, Mm -hmm. I knew this is real. But I was still fighting Mm -hmm. with myself Mm -hmm. inside. Like, man, you know, this is still all too much. Mm-hmm. And I got so much to learn. Like, we got one resident in the house that's spitting Bible verses, whole chapters to you. And I'm like, I'll never get there. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it's about. It's about that love. Mm-hmm. It's about that love that I can't find myself all the time, but I know that he sees it in me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't like to, to brag about my accomplishments. That's, that's mm-hmm. not what I do, you know. Mm-hmm. But I've accomplished a lot. You have. Since I've started walking with Jesus. Amen. I've I've accomplished a lot. I've quit being stagnant in my own life. Mm -hmm. And I've started taking steps in action in my life instead Mm -hmm. of just sitting back and watching it all explode in front of me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look, that's not going to be me no more. 
you know I'm, right. I'm taking steps i'm trying to stay connected you know i did just graduate so this is still a big it's mm-hmm. a big learning curve but i'm uh i'm trying to take steps into staying connected with church i still got my best friends over at the house so mm-hmm. you know i can't fall off i can't waste what i've got because mm-hmm. man it's so much the drugs and alcohol is not even the issue anymore like I don't even have an urge to go out and drink, you know. Even when I'm by myself and I'm feeling low, I'm like, man, I need a buddy. I need ice cream. Yeah. Oh, I'll go to Dairy Queen get me some ice cream, man. I'm feeling low, or I need to get out. I'm at Dairy Queen getting yeah. some ice cream. God gave us. Ice <laughs> oh cream. man, God gave us some ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool, though. I mean, when I listen to uh, you know what you're talking about, because there was a time, and I know it was in my life, and it might have been for you too, to when I was looking for you know something. Uh, I don't know more. I guess what I would call exciting to do, you know, and those kind of things like just needing a friend or wanting to just go get some ice cream. It's like I would look at that and go, yeah, so what? It's boring. Yeah, boring. That's lazy. Yeah. Yeah. But now we think of that and our whole mindset towards it is different, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I can enjoy those things now. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to just not want to go anywhere. I just stay in my house, mm-hmm. just do me. You know, like, I didn't want no part of this social interaction because mm-hmm. I didn't like myself. Mm-hmm. Now I, I got a whole new confidence about myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I got a whole new glow. I noticed some people at work, they're intimidated by it. It's weird. Mm hmm. You know, like, cause I, I don't want to think I'm an intimidating person. You know, I try to smile all the time and I try to be as joyous and as encouraging as possible to everyone. But some people are intimidated by my glow. And mm-hmm. I've noticed that they'll watch what they say around me now, mm-hmm. which is weird. Uh-huh. Cause usually I'm the first person they're walking up to telling me like, Hey man, what the, you know, what's going mm-hmm. on with you? You know, but now it's like, Hey, you know, don't cuss around Sam. Cause he's going to stop you right there. And it's kind of funny. People are. I don't want to say changing their ways, but when they get around me, I notice their glow is different when they get around me. Yeah, that's you know, that's the spirit of the Lord that's in you. The Bible says to some, he's uh, the aroma of life, but to some, he's a fragrance of death. And so when we have the spirit in us and uh, we are allowing that to shine through us, people who don't know him, they're freaked out by it, oh, man. Yeah. You know, they don't know how to process it, how to understand it. And... Uh, because you're that guy that's always got a smile on your face and got that glint in your eye and everything's positive and good. And some people are looking at it going, what what right do you have to be positive and yeah. smile and all that? Because, frankly, everybody, I believe everybody, Sam, our life's got a problem. We're all broken people. The difference is, though, when you decide that you don't want to be that way anymore and you want to come to Jesus and you're in it for the long haul like you told me that you are, that makes a difference. Um, Like you said, you know, waking up early in the morning. About 4 o'clock in the morning, I had to say a prayer Mm -hmm. because I've been struggling here recently. I had to say a little prayer. You know, dear Lord, forgive me of my sin. Take this burden from my mind and soften my heart and strengthen my mind, O Lord. Reveal to me my sins and let me repent. I pray someone today finds you, Lord, because you're the only one who can save us from ourselves. Dear God, thank you for your grace and mercy. Watch over all my loved ones and protect them. Lord, I ask this in your son's name. Amen. Man, and I've read that prayer four or five times today while I was at work. Mm -hmm. I've just read that prayer. And my whole day has been different. My mm-hmm. whole day changed. Right. Like, like after praying, it's like taking a pill. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes later, you're going to feel results. Right. 
you get a good prayer, you get a good prayer, good heartfelt prayer, 30 minutes later, you're going to feel results. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I feel. Like something will agitate me and I don't get mad easy, but something will agitate me and I will literally step back. I'll like go to the bathroom or something. I'll step back. Now I'm praying in my mind mm-hmm. all day, like all day. I'm always, dear Lord, he's my favorite person to talk to now. Mm-hmm. It used to just be myself and I got nowhere. Man, I know what you're talking about, brother. <laughs> now I got someone that wants to listen. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful. I don't want to bring myself into the mix too often, but I got to tell you something. Uh, you sound like I did in 1988. I was born again in 1987, near the end of the year, November 23rd. I remember what that felt like. I call it a love affair with Jesus. Yeah. And you can't get enough. And there's somebody who will hear you and somebody who talks back to you. And it's like you said, you know, you're getting into the word. He's speaking to you through the word. And I mean, it was like it was jumping off the page to me. Oh, man. I can't read some scripture without being convicted mm-hmm. because it's a mirror. Yeah. It's talking to me. Right. When I read scripture, it's not just a book, it's not just to be read. It talks to me. Like I'll be reading it and I'm like, oh, man. You know, what mm-hmm. is it? Matthew, Matthew 5, 35, mm-hmm. you know, where it says, don't worry. I think that's Matthew 5. Matthew 6. Matthew 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it says, don't worry for tomorrow. will have its own worries. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I remember I had to read that one day in a, a brother at the house. He noticed I wear my emotions on my sleeve mm-hmm. and he noticed something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm all worried. I'm anxious. He's like, hold on. I got something for you. And he pulled out that scripture and I was like, I was running around the house and telling everybody, I was like, oh, man, you got to read this scripture mm-hmm. right here. This is a highlighter moment right here. Yeah. Like, you got to read this. It just spoke to me. Well, you know, those things are, are really cool because, you know, the Bible taught Jesus in the Bible. Uh, we kind of have a partial to his words. You know, he had great things to say. And he was talking to a woman and he said, the time has come when my people will worship me in spirit and in truth. You know, the truth we know when we read the word of God, read the written word, we know that's truth there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the difference is you can read it in your flesh and it not mean much of anything. Or you try to make something out of it on your own to mean something that you want it to mean. But then when the spirit does that oh, and man. it finds that lodging place in your heart, you know, like the brother that brought you that verse, it's the spirit that prompted him to bring you that verse, puts it yeah. into his mind. And he yeah. does that kind of thing with you, too, because God's speaking to you on the page, but he's also speaking to you beyond the page to point you back to the page and, oh, yeah. and back and forth. The spirit who it's, is God, who oh, is yeah. Jesus and the truth. I mean, it's just amazing, oh, isn't yeah. it? And I man, I, I wish everybody could feel this. Mm-hmm. I'd have put down drugs a long time ago if I knew this is what it felt like. Oh, say that again. <laughs> I, I, I would have put down drugs a long time ago if I knew this is what it felt like. Amen. Like, I didn't know. Yeah. You know, I was, I was ignorant to it all. And then it took me a while because mm-hmm. there were some times I'm like, man, this, they're full of crap. You mm-hmm. know, they're, this, they're just talking. But now it's, it's different. Mm-hmm. Like I'm engaged and yeah. I, I want to be a part you of it. Do and it. Man, because it's there's so many blessings mm-hmm. and I'm not even ready for them all, but I know they're coming. They're coming. <laughs> it's not all sunshine and rainbows though. No. And when it's not, that's when you got to pray harder. Yeah. You got to pray harder and you got to keep get coming back. Yeah. You got to keep coming back. Yeah. You do. You know, uh, and we've talked a lot and I've been kind of uh, alongside you in your journey uh, here and there since it started. 
I know there's been times, and like you just said, you know, sometimes you struggle a little bit with what do I say to guys, you know, because I said, you right. know, kind of just help them out. Because just like you said, when you came into the program, you couldn't figure it out, and everybody seemed crazy. And, oh, yeah. you, you know, it's like how do you settle in? How do you find that way forward yeah. and, and feel like you're a part of it or whatever? And you found that. And all those guys, all these young people who come into a program or are struggling about coming in or, you know, you're thinking you need to maybe evangelize to all they need to hear is what you've just told me now a struggle i had when i came into the house as well is my old way of thinking Mm -hmm. like earth's millions of years old we Mm -hmm. all came from pond scum my great 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 grandfather's a rock somewhere (laughs) you know like i had to i had to break that old way of thinking Mm -hmm. and i actually had to study like i got into genesis and i'm i'm talking with a brother at the house and i'm like trying to pick it apart you know every other verse i'm trying to pick apart like how can this happen he's like why are you comparing you know god said let there be light there was light that's what god said enough said enough said god said that yeah you know you don't try to argue with it god said that you know so you know and i think a lot of times those things are used to get our eyes off of jesus amen and we try to answer questions that we're not qualified to answer yeah you know I mean, how did it all happen back there in the garden? Well, we know what's written, but beyond that, we don't have a video of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the historical record in the scriptures don't tell us a whole lot more, so we take it at what it is. And every single thing we read in the Bible always does the same thing. It points us right back to we need Jesus, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, now, we don't have a video or anything, or just like you were saying, of what happened back then. But if you've seen someone nowadays talking to a burning bush mm-hmm. you thought they were crazy absolutely you, you would. know what i mean you would thought they were crazy yeah right yeah it's amazing what god can do amen because he still does miracles mm-hmm. some people say oh god's time of miracles is over since jesus left there's been there's miracles every day every day every day there's miracles and he's man. still speaking oh yeah He's still touching hearts and his kingdom's growing every day. Every day. And it's amazing. Yeah. You know, because I'm getting all choked up over here, Banner. (laughs) But that's all right. Uh, This is awesome. Yeah. I needed this today. I I needed to talk about the Lord. I was looking forward to you coming in. Oh, man. I've been uh, been worried about it all day. uh, No need to worry about it. I tell you, we're running out of time, but we're going to do this again, okay? I want to encourage you, brother. You do have something to say to people. You absolutely do. They need to hear what you have to say. They need to hear you tell about what Jesus has done in your life. And uh, I just want to encourage you to continue to do that. I love you, and I pray that the Lord make His face to shine upon you, give you peace, and in everything, that they would continue to see Jesus shining through you in everywhere you go. And I thank you for coming in, Sam. Thank you very much. You have a wonderful day. Thank you, Mary. It was lovely to be here. Thank you for listening to Inspiration Noble County. Inspiration is a ministry dedicated to helping the least, the last, and the lost, specializing in recovery, treatment, and housing, and focused on building up the entire community, one life at a time. You can learn more at inspirationministries.com. Please like us on Facebook at The 112. That's the words, The 112, spelled out with no spaces. Join us next time for another episode of Inspiration Noble County. Meantime, May the Lord bless you, keep you, and make his face shine upon you.